right? Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to Vibin' with Sleazy, the podcast, season three, episode 21. And yes, this is the finale. Yes, the finale of season three. And we will be back for season four in the spring. But right now, let's just appreciate, enjoy all of season three's glory. It's three seasons. I can't thank everybody enough for tuning in, downloading, listening to Bible and Sleazy, the podcast. You've made my dreams come true. Uh, we've had amazing guests, amazing people. And we are back for a part two episode for the finale with my special guest, Antonio Pantoa, one of the biggest local people, in my opinion, and just a talented person. We had a blast in part one talking about how we know each other, what we do for the community, what we do uh, creative-wise. And so this one, we're going to talk more about life and some of the stuff he's dealt with here recently and and enjoy this. So again, thank you all for listening. So Antonio, welcome back. Oh man, thank you so much for having me back. And I think this is going to be bigger than season three of Stranger Things, man. So people might want to go back and listen to all of the episodes and just binge listen from episode one. Thank you, dude. No waffles here, but bigger than Stranger Things. That's all I got to say. So I will say, I will say this too. If 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 you're a friend of EC, then you need to just put it on before you go to bed, man. Fall asleep to his beautiful voice. That Thank way, he can get higher on the algorithm. He's got more plays. Do it every night. I don't yes. see why you don't. If you support this man, you need to go ahead and do that. Thank you, bro. Thank you. Yes, I agree with Antonio 100%. And thank you so much. That means the world to me. So, um, dude, seriously, it's, it's awesome hearing that from you. So, uh, you know, you mentioned a little bit of there at the end of part one. And uh, we're, we're definitely going to end on a positive note. But we got to talk about this part first. You did suffer a heart attack. If you want to talk about a little bit about that situation just and, and now where where you're at with that, because you're you're doing speeches and you're featured and stuff. So let's talk about that. Yeah, man. So I was like, I was uh, on a safari in the jungle and uh, my heart stopped beating. So this, uh, this ape pulled his own heart out and stuck it in my heart and uh, <laughs> sewed it back up right then and there. And, uh, and I lived and that was, that's basically, that's basically what happened. And now you're living in Kentucky with an ape heart. <laughs> yes, man. I have uh, an ape heart, uh, and that's why I'm just like, you know, and, and uh, like somewhat of like animalistic, you know, features and stuff like that now. So, uh, no. So um, so I had I had the heart attack in the gym, literally. Um, and no one will believe this, but I have one person who can confirm it. So my brother called me on a Saturday morning and uh, my grandmother died the day before. It was May 13th, which is Friday the 13th. Mm. And uh, my brother called me the next morning and he said, uh, I had a dream that you, you died. I had a dream that you were dead. And he said, you're taking your heart medicine, right? And I'm like, I've not been on heart medicine. So I don't even know why he said that. Yeah. But they have been monitoring my cholesterol for the last 15 years. So I thought that was strange. I said, no, man, I'm fine. You know, like, thank you so much for thinking of me. But no, you know, I was at my daughter's soccer game. And then uh, I went to the gym. And then uh, later that day, uh, I was in the gym while it happened. And uh, my, my jaw started hurting, my, like my left jaw like and then my chest started hurting it was really like a deep pain in my chest and uh so bad that i was like i was doing chest that day i was doing bench presses mm -hmm. so i do chest and back so go and do pull-ups and then it starts hurting worse and i'm like man that's a really abnormal feeling maybe i just hit the bar on my chest too hard something something's wrong i was in the best shape of my life i don't smoke i don't drink i've never done any drugs mm -hmm. so i'm not thinking it's a heart attack for sure but my dad did die of a heart attack so the thought crossed my mind and then my brother 
his call. It was in my head. So, um, so my back starts hurting and my left arm starts hurting. So I Google it while I'm doing pull-ups and I'm like, what are the symptoms of a heart attack? And I had all of them. So I could, I left the gym. I drove myself to the hospital and I could barely make it. I had a hunch over so bad. I could barely see above the steering wheel. So I make it to the hospital and I could barely make it to the front. And if you've ever been to the hospital and you heard people grunting, like, oh, like I felt, I was like, how, how are people in that much pain? Yeah. Um, I was, but I didn't do that, but I wanted to. Yeah. But uh, so they said, Antonio, you're not having a heart attack. You got to be out of your mind. So they hooked me up to the EKG. Um, you're fine, Antonio. Like, go home. And I'm like, uh, no, I'm, I'm definitely having a heart attack. And I'm in my gym clothes and stuff. And I was in good shape then. And they're like, Antonio, there's no way you're having a heart attack. And I said, give me a blood test. Because my brother texted me and said, you've got to get a troponin test if you feel like you're having a heart attack. His wife is an ER nurse. So I did. I get a blood test. And .03 troponin level is like scary. Like do not – don't mess around. If you got .03, you're probably in a cardiac arrest or something. And mine was 30 or 40.0. It was like the worst that ever been seen. So, uh, so I had the Widowmaker, man. So the scary thing about the Widowmaker is they, they can't find it on an EKG. So they send most people home, dude, and they oh die. And they die, like, right after that. Yeah, so um, – and most people – here's the, the scarier part is most people don't experience any pain, dude. So, like, I was lucky I had pain, and especially women. So women don't have any pain at all. So you got to get checked out, man. And, like, I didn't want to do, like, an invasive test, like, to go in my arteries and stuff like that. But it's really the only way to find out, like, if your arteries are clogged. So I had 100% blockage in my main artery. And I used to be in the military, and I used to get out of the runs. I didn't like to do the runs, man, you know, because I, I wasn't getting any blood to my heart. So because I tired out really fast. And uh, people made fun of me my whole life because I couldn't run or I couldn't. I didn't have any, like, lung capacity. But it was because my cardiovascular system got no zero blood to it so my heart's been dead for a long time and portions of my heart are dead and uh i had i had the heart surgery and then uh i spoke at walden high school which was their i did their commencement speech for their high school graduation which was the highest honor because i didn't go to high school i only made it to eighth grade Mm -hmm. and uh after that a week later I had heart issues again. So I had a second heart surgery two weeks after my first one. And, uh, and I felt fine then and I feel fine now. And that's the scary part. Is it like somebody might wake up in your body and be like, what in the fuck is happening to me? But for you, it's your normal. You don't know any different. You wake up tomorrow. You're a little tired. That's normal for you. Mm. Somebody wakes up in your body and they're thinking what in the, fuck is going on with my body right now you know like so i think you've all i gotta get checked out so uh the american heart association brought me aboard to you know maybe do some speaking for them and be a leader of impact and stuff like that so i just had like a magazine article that came out about that and uh, they're accepting donations for it thank you so much which is so dope so you can go to my site on there and uh and you can donate it's not going to go to me it's going to go to the american heart association but uh, coronary heart disease kills more people than anything in the United States, man. Anything. Number one killer, you know? Oh so, um, God. so yeah, just to everybody who's listening, go get your ass checked out, you know, go, uh, go get your cholesterol checked, get everything checked that you possibly can. And don't even just do blood work, do more if you can, you know, um, because you don't know. 
you don't See, know. You're motivating me because, uh, you know, something I'm very big on is every year doing a physical dental eye exam just to stay on top of that stuff. And this is the only year that I kind of was delayed on my medical and Humana, who I have insurance with, did like a little sample over the phone thing. You know, they give you a gift card to do it and they just talk about vitals and shit like that. And, you know, and I told her, I was like, I'm just waiting to get my physical schedule. So I'm going to the end of January and I feel fine. And I, you know, I feel good. Definitely could eat better, of course, and, and, and definitely do improvements. Not perfect, but I, I'm real big on that too. It's like checking things, but you know, here's a question I always wondered. And I don't know if you, I mean, I guess you would know since going through it is like, you know, can people, is there any way of people to be able to go to like the doctor when they are maybe older or anytime and just be like, Hey, nothing's happened, but can I get my arteries checked? Like, is there clogs or is that just, is that uh, EKG the only way to find that? Or is there an actual test or what? Yeah, there's a, a couple things you can do. So my doctor told me about like, um, blood vessel test. Oh, you there? Antonio. So, um, Oh, we're back. We're back. So I paused it for a minute. If you all heard me saying Antonio, even technical difficulties happen on the podcast, but we're back. We're doing this uh, virtual on Zoom. So some things happen. So if you if you heard me saying Antonio, you there, we're back. And uh, I was able to pause that. So Antonio, back to what you were saying. Internet's crazy. I apologize. My internet dropped. So I'm, I'm dropping my video so I can just use the audio. But uh, but there are non-invasive tests. And I hope that you heard that part. Uh, yeah. where they can just check the blood vessels in your chest. Uh, invasive would mean that they have to go inside your artery and check you, which they can totally do. Um, but there are some, you know, that you can pay for that have like, they're just checking your blood vessels and seeing how that, because naturally, like, I think that I might've mentioned it before I dropped, but I have hyperlipidemia, which is just a natural uh, disorder that puts plaque in my arteries. And what happens is that plaque thickens and, uh, and then it just, you, the blood doesn't travel through your artery whatsoever. So yeah, man, there's plenty of tests that you can do, but definitely do something because um, keep an eye on it, you know, and some of it can only be treated with medication and you can't, you can't eat to save it. You know, you can't like eat just chicken, broccoli, rice like me all day and it's going to save it. It might extend you out a little further and, you know, prolong it, but you definitely have to check it out, man. Number one killer in America. So definitely check yeah. it out. And that's wild you say that because, you know, um, back to, you know, we were talking, uh, we were talking there about, you know, your heart and everything. And, you know, we we're talking about just, I mentioned there kind of when we had that little pause break about food intake and like, I'm definitely trying to, you know, get checked and, and definitely improve my diet. But the thing that I heard on the radio is that like, I guess some British or Australian, one of the countries like did some research and, you know, they, they ended up finding out that, you know, of course, we knew this probably already that like processed foods are definitely death riskers. But they mentioned, you know, two things that us, especially Americans, could look out for. And I think everyone is definitely ate one of these in their day is hot dogs and frozen pizzas. So they, they just mentioned how the process of it all, how those are just really bad. And those are like some of the key items that you should actually stay away from. So, um it's interesting how they found these studies and stuff, but it's also just, it's interesting in general, how we do food just in the world in general. Yeah, I agree. Totally, man. I mean, it's scary, you know, like um, just that what's in our food and stuff like that, that could, you know, be 
causing all of this stuff, man. I mean, it's just complete and utter chaos. I'll ne- I'll tell you the funniest, craziest story was this: is that I I literally pulled into a McDonald's about two weeks ago, and I just ordered a large Dr Pepper. Okay, and that's probably my weakness. We were talking about addictions on ep- on part one here, and it's like soda is probably my addiction, and. I grabbed a Dr. Pepper and, you know, don't think anything of it. Dollar oh six, you know, same old thing every time. And so I'm going up to the first window and the cashier, he he leans down. He's an older man, probably in his 60s. And I just made a comment about his hoodie. He had an NFL hoodie on. I said, who's your team? And we started bullshitting. And he's like, hey, man, you just get a Dr. Pepper, right? And I was like, "Well, well, yeah, you just took my card. He's like, hey. Dr. Pepper's fine. I ever saw it to be like, stay away from this fucking food here. This guy works at McDonald's. He was like, this shit is going to kill people. And I was like, and that literally, even though I'm not going to lie, I did have, I've had nuggets in the past two weeks. I still have not forgot about what he said. And it's just like, this is the guy working at McDonald's saying, don't eat this shit. <laughs> yeah, man. It's dangerous, man. All all of the food, it's it's poison, you know. And uh, unless you're like growing your own stuff and killing your own meat, and you're like Tony Thomas, and he's got his fridge stocked with, you know, like a cow that they butchered or something like that. You know, yeah. it's it's all dangerous because we don't know what goes in it. It's not really regulated, and uh, it's. I mean, that's a really really deep discussion, but it's all of it's dangerous, man. It's poison. You know what I'm it saying? Really so there's just some of the ingredients you look up, and you're like, they're in. Uh, chili you know what i'm saying and you're like oh my god like if i look up these ingredients some of this is like poisonous yeah it's like toxic and it, it's the same thing with almost like you know like you know i'm not gonna say i don't drink alcohol but it's almost like with alcohol you know you just keep pouring you just keep drinking and drinking and drinking it just it's it's poisonous it, it'll kill your liver it'll get to you and so it, it's it's big on people really need to take their health in check and and like i said i'll i'll, I'll second antonio on it you know, go get checked. Definitely take your health serious. Go to the doctor. Um, the doctor's not there to, you're not in trouble. You don't get grounded. They're not going to punish you. But at the end of the day, they might tell you some things that you don't fucking like and that you got to put the chicken wing down for a veggie wrap or something. So it's just, and I, but again, I'm not hypocritical. I eat bad. So it's something I want to work on, but I think all of us as humans in general got to work on it to get better. Um, and then um, to kind of get off from that and to kind of talk more about positive stuff, I know we're uh, we got 15, 20 minutes here, but it's just uh, your movie. So um, you you did the movie. Let's talk about your uh, your big movie and your film and, and and just that whole experience. Oh man, thank you so much, dude. Uh, yeah, man, it was it's been a while now, so like I, some of the memories are so distant. But um, we filmed the movie in eleven days, and it was a fifty thousand dollar budget. And it was very low, uh, but we went on to win 126 awards with it. It's a horror film. It's a based on a crime scene cleanup crew. And uh, I always wondered, like, you know, like if there's a murderer who, like, kills a bunch of people, you know, all these homicides and there's body parts everywhere and stuff. Like, do the crime scene cleanup people have to go even if the killer's not apprehended? Did they have to, like, go and, like, clean the mess up? And the answer is yes. Like, they still have to go and like find out you know uh all that stuff so um they i'm find out they still have to clean up all that stuff that mess even if it's like a gigantic building and the killer was never caught so that's what the movie's about wow yeah i mean and that it was it was a great movie and i'm i'm i watched it not only to support you 
but I also, you know, I shared it a lot. I was, I was big on when it came out and, you know, we did a little stuff at Leo. We, we ran the ad and stuff like that. I think, I think you and I did a contest where we gave away some tickets and we had like a VIP name set up when they, when they come to like the palace or, or where we had uh, shown it, but it, it was, uh, it's definitely good. You know, I'm not the biggest horror guy. I'm I'm more of a comedy guy, but I will say, man, it was so nicely done and it, it is a great story. And it's also too, it, it makes you think about, it, it does. It makes you think about just different situations. And I, I love that you think that way. I think that way too. Like, what if, what if is the coolest like phrase in life? Cause you're like, what if, you know? No, I love like mundane jobs, man. So the next movie that I write, I'm hoping that it's going to be based on a mortician. So I think that's such a strange job, man. Like these people are like putting on makeup on dead bodies so they can, you know, like be shown for their wake. And uh, and they're alone with dead bodies all the time. And I think that's such an obscure job that people do every day or they might they work in crematories, these morticians, and they like they cremate bodies, man. Like yeah. I think that's so crazy, like that they just do that every day. And I thought, what what if like uh, somebody like got out of they were in prison and they somehow faked their death and then got into the morgue and they were alone with a mortician. And I thought that would be such a cool kind of uh, video or a cool video, cool, cool movie. So, you know, like there's so many different you know ways like uh, there's a, a specific genre in horror called home invasion that people are very scared of. And I thought that would be a really cool one in a really cool setting. Yeah, dude, that's awesome. And and it's it is cool how there's different subgenres inside main genres when it comes to like movies, music, and stuff like that. And you know, you could almost do something crazy uh with uh, with a pet crematorium, you know, like that blew my mind. I was driving down Produce Road in Newburgh about eight years ago and I'm like, holy fuck, that's a that's where they cremate pets. And you know, and and I get it, you know, everybody does it the certain way, and you know, pets are just imp as important as humans, but it just blew my mind and it makes you think it's like there's somebody all fucking day that's just burning dead dogs, you know, to like, and I understand it's a way of life and, and certain beliefs and business, but it's just, it, it does, it blows your mind that certain people do these jobs and you know, it, it's like, it's a, it's another thing that like, it's funny that you say that. Cause it's like, that was so different and so different from anything else that's out. And then like, I heard an interview with Samuel L. Jackson and he was talking about getting pitched for Snakes on a Plane. And his buddy was actually going to direct the film. And I guess something happened between him and the, the movie company. So they were like, Samuel L. Jackson, do you want to stay on? And he's like, yeah, I want to stay on. Um, you know, but don't change the title of this movie. It needs to be Snakes on the Plane. Because he said, I I put myself in my shoes as of like a 13-year-old boy, like a 13-year-old Samuel L. Jackson. Hell fucking yeah, I want to see a... a movie about snakes on a plane you know so i thought that was really cool that it's like at the end of the day even the actors that are acting in these films you know people just want to see that even if it's not real at all or it's a fictional storyline it's like people just want to have that visual in their head like okay that's how that would play out <laughs> you know absolutely man like uh, i think that we all kind of are on this you know mission to find the things that we love you know and and write like a love letter to it exactly i love that man yeah dude you're you're really this this podcast like even on part one and part two i i love a lot of things that you're saying like quote wise and phrases because it, it definitely is good ways to think about stuff and um you know and i i'd still love that quote you said it's just 
you know, we, we just, it's all about um, doing what you love and, 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 and for the love of it. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, I think as creators, you know, me and you being creative people, it's just, at the end of the day, you and I really, you know, I think what we really want is just, we just want to touch people with our art, you know, have people change or, or think outside the box. And that's probably my biggest thing with this show is just, not being able just to express myself, but thinking outside the box, you know? Yeah, I fully agree, man. And I think that you're such a people person and you love people so much that, um, that this gives you another platform to reach people. Exactly, dude. It, 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 it's, it's definitely has, because I've met so many new people on this show and I've even met people that have become some of my best friends through this show. And then, you know, when I do this show, I see so many people and there's some people that are just not podcast friendly when it comes, they're just shy or they, they don't feel comfortable. There's some people that love it. There's some people that are like, fuck it. I'll try it. I, I love that. And I love everybody that I've asked. Majority of them are like, yeah, I'm down for it. And even the people that are nervous is like, I'll try it. So that's what I try to do on the show is that even if it's someone that's maybe not fully people person or fully big public talker i just try to make them comfortable and, and put them at ease with it all and just like I, I think that's the main thing and so i i i just you know it's really cool to see people trying you know yeah i think that also everybody can like with podcasts they have unique stories man and all the stories that you've heard and shared and we didn't even touch on your stories like the ones that i love so much but you've done a lot too, you know what I'm saying? And I think it's the most beautiful thing to, to be able to know somebody in their passion. And that's something that you get to do every day, man. You talk to people about their passions and you'll never get somebody talking or disarm somebody in such a way whenever you give them the opportunity to talk about their passion and the thing they love the most. Oh yeah, true. No, you, you're 100% right. And when you get someone on their passion and it might not even be a podcast, just shooting the shit at a bar or, or, you know, at the gym or something about sports or something. And someone who maybe is passionate about a team, it, even if you're not even a fan of the team, it's just fun to hear them talk about it. I mean, you might not even be a sports fan. It's just like, and I've had so many people that are like, I've had so many episodes of this podcast where it's about pro wrestling. I'm big in pro wrestling, know people in the industry and I've talked about it and had people listen and, I've had so many girls that listen to this show that I reach out and be like, I didn't know shit about wrestling, but that was actually really fucking entertaining. And so at the end of the day, if I get that compliment or hear that feedback, I know I'm doing my job because it's like they they didn't even know anything about her or interested about it. And now they're like, hey, I want to give that a shot. Yeah, that's awesome, man. I mean, that's that's a beautiful thing. You know what I'm saying? Because I think that um... – so many people probably wouldn't be willing to give a lot of things a shot unless they heard a little bit more about it or heard the making of it or knows what goes into making something like a movie. You know, maybe horror is not everybody's bag, but maybe they might be like, eh, I might listen to it. I might watch One Must Fall or maybe they're like, uh, uh, you know, podcast. That's uh, not really my thing, but I drive 40 minutes to work there and back. You know what? Instead of listening to music today, I'm going to listen to somebody talk. And, yeah. uh, and it might change their whole perspective on everything. You know what I'm saying? Then they're going to go take a deep dive on all podcasts. And, and they can listen to all of Eric Clark's season three of this episode, of this, this, yeah. uh, this podcast, yeah. you know? So I appreciate it, man. And, and like I said, I can't thank you enough for 
taking the time to be on this show for doing a two-parter. Um, I appreciate it. You know, if, if everybody hasn't listened to part one, it's up on all platforms. Tune in. This is part two, and this is the season three finale. So we've uh, recorded 21 episodes for season three. Uh, I've done it for season one, season two. I, I always say we like I have some coming. It's just fucking me, but I say we because it's just all the guests. So I, I can't thank all the guests enough. I can't thank everybody that supports and listens enough. And I just appreciate everybody. And I'm just excited to see where Bob and Wilsey the podcast can go and, and where it, where it's been and where it will go. And at the end of the day, no matter what, I'm having fun with it. And I'm just, you know, building on to my legacy. So Antonio, um, before we end it, you know, give, give them your, your sign off things. And then I'll do my little outro. Thank you so much, man. Just, um, you could find me anywhere. My name's hard to spell, you know, kind of. But if you type in Antonio P, I should pop up. But uh, but don't follow me. Go follow Vibin' with Sleazy. Definitely go on Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, wherever podcasts are, and leave a review so that it helps the algorithm. So it gets this in the pipeline and more people can watch it. So don't do anything. If you, if you took it one small thing from these two episodes, then just please go leave a review. That's all that I ask is that you leave it five. Leave You know what? Leave it one star if you want to. Leave it five stars, though. And if, if you don't want to put a description in your comment, just put like an X in there. And whatever you put, it will definitely help the algorithm and get him into the mainstream. And that's really ultimately the best thing that I can ask you to do. Thank you, brother. That means the world to me. I love you, man. I, I can't thank you enough. I, I love the listeners. Thank you all. Again, thank you for an amazing season three, everyone. And uh, Antonio, I can't thank you enough. Uh, Babin with Sleazy at gmail.com. Babin with Sleazy, the podcast, Facebook, Instagram. Reach out, show love. Um, I will be on a break, like I said, until spring 2023, but reach out. I'll still be posted on the social medias. I'll still keep people engaged. And now you have a few months, maybe four to five months to Listen to one, two, and three. Uh, all the all the episodes are on every platform, so you can always tune into the archives and hear even the current stuff. So thank you all again, and we are out. Peace. Thank you.